ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're actually back. It, it's, it's been too long. I was going to do some sort of clever intro, but I was like, no, it's been too long. We're back, finally. Don't look at how many days it's been, but we are back. Bradley, how you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm all right. Better after the uh, win today. <laughs> Loser point, action. merchant, finally winning in overtime. Shh. Hey, if you look at these standings, the Bruins are first in the league. They are so lucky the NHL rewards losing. I Yeah. I mean, they'd still be pretty close to the top without it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah actually, actually be close. Yeah, they'd be, they'd literally be tied for third in the league if it was just based on wins. But at points, they're tied with St. Louis and Washington uh, for the league lead, but the Bruins have the tiebreaker on both of them because of regulation wins, because the Bruins can't win in overtime or shootout, except for the game that just happened when we're recording this. <laughs> Wait, isn't it also like regulation or overtime wins? No, they Bro, changed that no. this year. I, I guess the first the first tiebreaker is regulation wins, and then it's regulation overtime wins, because that's I'm just looking at the standings, and that's clearly what they have as the tiebreaker. Otherwise, gotcha. both St. Louis and Washington would be ahead of the Bruins. I forgot, but they are that. clearly not. Oh. Well. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, we missed a lot, and we. We can't go through every single game because number one. I mean, anyone listening doesn't give a shit about games that happened last decade. <laughs> yeah, like the last the last episode was the twenty third. There have been actually only eight games since then, but still, we can't like the Bruins Sabers games. I know they won those. Can I tell you anything about those? No. Poshinok probably scored. That's a safe bet. <laughs> I I don't know. Bruins have won three straight. They've been looking better in these games. Granted, some of them have been too, too close. But, I mean, against the Islanders, the Islanders are a damn good team. Yep. And they came out with a win. There wasn't too much to actually complain about from that, and I think oh, well, you'd well, agree with the that. start of the game. Well, yeah. Rather ugly. It seemed like, yeah, the start of the first, and then there was like f- four or five minutes just like to start the second that were not great either. But other than that, like, hey, they played a 50-minute game close enough to a 60-minute game, you know? Sure. It's progress. They, like... Better than the game last Saturday. Which one was the game last Saturday? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Um... We got Connor McDavid. <laughs> That's a real term. Uh, all right. Well, I I don't know what I don't know what to start with really. Um, Tukarask. Tukarask. Well, I th- I think what you meant to say is Tukarask um, being elite. Yeah, but that's a given. Well, yeah. Uh, if they have it, okay, NHL.com doesn't have an updated, I want to see. He currently sits at a... 924 this game. Yeah, he's at a 925 save percentage and a 2.27 goals against average, which are all better than his career average. 
good. He's been good. Like, he's been mostly consistent. Obviously, there's been, like, the one or two few games where it's like, Tuka, what are you doing? You know? But Yarrow's been the same. It was that... Oh, we talked about that before. That stretch of, like, early to mid-December where both goalies were just terrible. Yeah, no. Except I think Yarrow was a little better. Yeah. Rask in his last five... A 943, a 939, 923, 929, and then a 905, so. Uh, you're missing whatever it was oh, today. Yeah, so let's bump that back. It was, uh, uh, was, it? It was like a it was, 947, I think. Uh, 946, maybe? Yeah, 946. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he's been good, whatever. One thing I do definitely, because we're not going to go through each and every single game. It's it's dumb to do at this point. It's going to take too long. One thing I want to touch on from the Islanders game. Charlie McAvoy, 28 minutes and 43 seconds. And he was at, what, 26 and a half or something by the start of overtime? Like, or no, he was at 27 by the start of overtime. No, I don't know. He he played a lot. Yeah, he played. Um, if I can, I'll just read out his time on ice since, um, let's go December 11th against Washington, and then this is going to the present. Basically the last month. 23 minutes, uh, 28 minutes, 25 minutes, 26 minutes, 28 minutes, 25 and a half, 24 minutes, 25, 20, 26, 22, 28, and 43 seconds. That's what they need out of him. I mean... Yeah. Only 40 of I, those seconds were on the power play, no shorthanded time, so that's all even strength, too. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he had 28 minutes of even strength time. And three Granted, seconds. it's not like it's not like there were many power plays. There was there were three penalties in this game. There should have been way more on both sides. But, of course, the Islanders game. Um, no. He... I don't know what it was, but I thought, you know, if Pekka Rene can just keep scoring, Charlie McAvoy just going to keep playing well, you know, I'll take it, you know? <laughs> Clearly seems like a direct correlation. Yeah. Uh, man. All right, well, Still Mr. something Johnny else. Shark. That ain't oh, God. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say something else that happened in the Islanders game. Matt Grizzlick. I didn't see exactly what it was. I couldn't tell what happened. No, because Jack Edwards, of course, on Nesson was just like, I don't know, it looked like a slash or something. I don't know. I couldn't see it. Like Every time it was on replay, I happened to just be looking away, and then by the time I looked, too late. But he didn't return to the game, and that's another defensive note. Well, that's uh, that's the Bruins that we know and love. <laughs> Even and uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Something I thought of last night, which I will ask you about. What are your thoughts? Krug, McAvoy, Grizzly, Carlo, Chara, Moore, Clifton, Camper. Hmm. I mean, I'm sure it'll work. It would work. Yeah, and I mean, okay, Chara, he is still good at age 42. Like, he is solid. And, of course, he's going to eat minutes shorthanded. But, 
listen, you put Krug and McAvoy together, they're going to be a lot more explosive. Sure, they're going to be less reliable defensively, but they're typically out with the top two lines. So it's not like they won't have help. And, I mean, Grizzlick Carlo, that, that just... Carlo obviously is a defensive god, and of course Grizz is literally like the best player in the league with transitions, and we've seen this year Carlo be more active offensively. So, you never know. And then of course Chara with whoever. <laughs> it's Chara and more, that would be completely fine, because that's always what it is shorthanded. Like, they did that today uh, when McAvoy was in the box. I don't know, I think that would work. <laughs> I like uh, Chara Clinton. And it takes yeah, and it yeah, takes yeah. the load off Chara. Yep. I mean, the load is now on McAvoy, but <laughs> it I mean, he's... puts less stress. He's shown he can take it so far. Well, okay. Today, Bruins played with 5D, basically, after Grizzly got hurt. McAvoy, 28 minutes. Krug, 26 minutes and 22 seconds. Carlo, 26 minutes. And then it was Chara at 19, and then more at 18. So they relied heavily on Krug, McAvoy, Carlo, which, good. And maybe that's Cassidy trying to take the load off of Chara, which, I, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, not, not, not as good as Nick Letty out here with 26-29. <laughs> Nick Letty. Uh... Honestly, there I was... forgot Leo Komarov existed. It, oh, fell tonight's game. I forgot about him. Right, Leafs legend. Right, yeah, okay, yeah, he was on the Leafs. Oh, yeah. for both. Oh, okay, for 2013 and 2018. Yes, nice, who yes, experienced that? <laughs> uh, he's used to seeing Bergeron score in overtime. Yep. I don't know how I connected that so fast. Anyways, um. The loser point. You have talked a lot about this, so so do you want to say anything about that? Do I want to say anything? I got a lot to say. <laughs> People are happy with the loser point. Like, yeah, it's good for now, but like this team is horrible in overtime, and they've been playing horrible with the exception of tonight, Nashville or whatever. Their record would be 27 and 19, which I guess that's okay, but like, people are acting like those 11 overtime losses are basically a win, which, I mean, I hate that mindset, but I mean, they're still okay. That's not me saying they're bad or anything, but they're definitely not as good as I feel like Bruins fans are portraying them, if that makes sense. But that's not saying they're well, bad. They're pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're not the best team in the league. They might be first place in the league, but they're not the best team in the league. It's just like the team that wins the Stanley Cup, most of the time, not the best team in the league. They'll keep losing over time. It's fine. They'll win the Cup. <laughs> yeah. But, like, like, yeah, my point, Tampa was the best team in the league last year. Like, they, on paper, best team. They were obviously the best team in the regular season. And, then of course, they flopped in the playoffs. And then, you know, St. Louis won, even though they were you know, last place in the league, start of January, whatever. The NHL, with the parity that they have, the best team normally doesn't win. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. you're 
yes, you're the winner of the playoffs and you win the Stanley Cup, and that's amazing, but they're normally not the best team. Like, okay, 2011 Bruins, Tim Thomas was that team. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in the Cup Final. Like, oh, anyone okay. else in net? Mm. Mm-hmm. They're, they're lucky <laughs> that the overtime point exists, because if not, we'd be looking at a tie for first right now. The Leafs three wins behind, and then Florida four wins behind. Yeah, and Tampa's with, also won ten straight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and with you know, which the is an issue. Point, Tampa's still seven points behind. The Leafs are eleven points behind. <laughs> Florida's, oh my God, how, how do I do math? Uh, fourteen, 14. behind. <laughs> and then yeah. Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa, Detroit. <laughs> yeah, we don't care about. Twelve thirty and three, the Detroit Red Wings. I mean, I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name, but they're going for him. That's that's the move. It's smart. (laughs) Lafreniere. Yeah, that guy. Don't know how to pronounce it because it's French. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're (laughs) just because you brought it up. Detroit's uh, goals for goals against differential minus seventy one. They've scored 99 goals and let up 170. Bruins lost to that team in regulation. Anyways. You know, I was having a good night until you just said that. <laughs> uh, uh, at least they won't play them in the playoffs. Unless, last the first. You never know. Oh, God, no. St. Louis, V2. I don't, I don't know how possible it is. Okay. <laughs> 12 wins. They, they have 37 games left. So that's what seventy-four points. So if they went thirty-seven and zero from here on out, they would finish with what ninety-nine? Uh, wait, no, they'd finish with hundred and one points in the Atlantic Division. Don't let them get hot. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Anyways, yeah, the loser point. Glad the NHL has it. Yep, they thing. shouldn't. But I'm glad they have it for the Bruins' sake. I think it was the the Leafs last year benefited from it, right? I yeah, want to say for the longest say. time. It was either last year or the year before. One of the years we the Bruins. Uh, won. it was probably the year before then, because yeah, we had more OT more. losses. It was definitely last year. 17, 18. Nope, it was not because we had 12 OT losses. They had seven. <laughs> when? Okay, right, what am Bruins I thinking? Caught up because I know I do I do remember there's a point in like last year, the year before. Where the Leafs were only close to the Bruins because of that overtime point. Yeah. Well, yeah, last year, Bruins had one more overtime loss than the Leafs. But the Bruins were seven points ahead. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Glad glad we have it this year. Well, glad we have it. <laughs> but, yeah, they're... They're first place, yes. They're not the best team. Yeah, and that's... I think... I think a lot of people would agree with that. (laughs) In November, yeah, they were the best team in the league. Come January, no, they're not. There's there's no way you can call this team the best in the league. Yes, they've won three in a row. They're 6-1-3 in their last 10. They've been looking better as of late. They're not the best team. There's still the huge question of... Well, second and third line right wing. We have Brett Ritchie on our team. <laughs> there are a lot of issues. Yep. 
You're, and yeah, I think you've stopped calling Brett Ritchie a franchise player. Well, I just haven't had the platform to say it. <sighs> no, but I mean... Okay, the last two games he's played, he did have that assist on Coyle's um, goal against... Who was that? Nash. Yeah, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. And he screened in front of the net on John Moore's goal, so... Brett Ritchie, franchise... No. He's the guy they need. <laughs> Very interesting development, though. Let's see if he can continue being the I best mean, player. I mean, listen. Wayne Gretzky. I mean, who was Wayne Gretzky? Brett Ritchie, better. I mean, hey, in his last, in his last two games, he's a plus three. That's reliable. <laughs> I mean... Uh... I don't I I would okay. Going into the season, I defended him while everyone was like already saying he's garbage. I was like, how about we see how he is? Because it's a fourth liner with the Bruins. Somehow that always works. Like Schaller, Riley Nash, Dominic Moore. Um Can I just say one I was thing? gonna say back to Wayne Gretzky. Oh, yes. Um he hasn't had a point since April eighteenth, nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> who's, who's, who's better? I I don't know. You know what? Something you didn't consider tonight. Tuka Rask. He had an assist. When was Wayne Gretzky's last assist? Boom. A couple decades ago. <laughs> wow. Literally three decades ago. I still can't believe these point totals Wayne Gretzky put up. Anyways, that's off topic. <laughs> Back to what you're saying. I'm sorry. What was I saying? I don't, I don't know. You oh, you were talking about how like the fourth line guys come in and end up being good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the Bru, like you, you know what I'm saying. The fourth line, fourth liner with the Bruins is somehow always amazing. Yeah, it's some random it, no name guy ends up turning out to be good, with the exception of Tim Schaller. I guy. was, I was gonna say, fourth liners with the Bruins, you know, and then they normally go to other teams, and then they're not great after getting paid. Yeah. Nola Chari. I miss that guy. I don't think we've recorded since he had six goals through like back-to-back hat tricks. Like, no, I think we did. We uh, uh yes, we did. We did. Yes, we. Did. But still, he has. Nolachari has seventeen goals in forty-one games. Well, that's that's a thirty-four goal pace. So Riley Nash in two thousand seventeen eighteen had forty-one points with the Bruins. In his last mm-hmm. two seasons combined, 22 points so far. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's just not math. talk about Wait, it. Wait, let me do quick math. Oh, my God. 118 games. He's got 22 points, and he had 76 games played and 41 points with the Bruins. That, that's good. They really capitalized. All right. Um, oh, no, I can't split like that. Okay, so Nolachari, right? He played... Like 150 games with the Bruins over four seasons. He had 18 goals. In 41 games with Florida, he has 17. <laughs> That's like, I don't uh, watch Florida to like know if it's a fluke or if it's literally just him taking over. I like Okay, they obviously have some good players like Huberto, yeah. Barkov, Dadanov, Dadanov, still don't know. Ekblad, of course, and Poprovsky in that, which... But, like, I don't... 
I feel like I need to watch a Florida game and just see Noel, like, what is Noel doing? Like, I'm happy he's scoring it and everything, but man, we could use him on Craig Tui. Yeah, they should trade a first-round pick for him. Oh, God. Please, no. I mean... Alright, so yeah. Florida has him playing with Trocek and Connolly. Bruins legend, Brett Connolly. Yep, two Bruins. Man, that team is literally built from Boston. Petrano, Connolly, right? Jari. Brian Boyle, I mean, not a Bruins player, but wasn't he, isn't he from Boston? Um, yeah, he think is. So. Then you got, oh my god, Keith Yandel. Yeah, no, this is literally a Boston team. Send them all to the Bruins for free. <laughs> Anyways. Debrus Krejci Vitrano, alright. Oh my god, Bolesky Krejci Vitrano. Oh no. Those were the days. Ryan Spooner. I, I, because, okay, I found this out a few days ago, and I, I think I said this to you. Um, so Ryan Spooner, he's now in the KHL. Yep. Uh, he's playing on the HC Dynamo Minsk. Um, and I was just curious. I was like, oh, I'm going to look up and see if I know anyone else on that team that, you know, Spooner's on. And, you know, so I was looking and I went through some names. And I was like, oh, well, Shane Prince, former NHLer, I believe he was dra drafted by the Senators. Uh, and then, and then I went, and I looked at the defensemen on that team. Mm -hmm. Joe Morrow. <laughs> Bruins legend. I believe he scored a goal for Winnipeg in the 17-18 playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. He did. He had one. Yep. I don't know why I remember that, but okay, I don't know. I just, I, I saw that and it was really funny to me. I was just like, Spooner and Morrow. I mean, they were both together on that. 16-17 team that lost to the Sens? Yes. Ah, what a time. <laughs> what a time to be alive. We we live in a reality where Ryan Spooner and Joe Morrow are playing together in the KHL. <laughs> Kings. Uh, anyways, we can move on to something that I know is, let's say, heated online. It's not even that heated, but uh -oh. Anders Bjork. He's been good. He he has been good. Yep. Yep, yep. I've I've actually liked him on Krejci's right wing, which I didn't think would work. I mean at this point, do it a few more games, see if it works. Because I know I know Bjork in the past, he never worked on right wing. But of course, with DeBrus and Krejci, it kind of has been working. Now, I wouldn't mind seeing him up maybe a few shifts with Marshawn Bergeron and try that again from... what Didn't they try that in like 17-18 to start? Like Marshawn Bergeron-Bjork? Yeah, and then he got injured two yeah. seconds into the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what well, I... Keep trying. I don't know. I don't know. Because then we get into the question about like all the about the lineups and what we think works there. But he's looked. He's actually looked, you know, decent in that spot so far. Keep him there. See how it goes. That's my view on it. Go with it as long as you can go with it. Yeah. If it if it's working, then do it. Or well, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um. Yeah, I just I I've seen some people talk about it. 
obviously. And uh, yeah. Uh, I guess the other thing to bring up is the defense. It's January, and we still don't know what's happening. Is Kevin Miller alive? Uh, he posted on his Instagram, yes, he's alive. I can confirm. Okay. He's he's alive. Uh, is he ever playing hockey again? Nope, they're definitely sliding him extra money like under the table to fucking sit on LTIR, I guarantee you. It, it's gotta be something like that, because we haven't mystery he hasn't setback. played us. Well, he hasn't played a single game since... If I can pull this up. Um, like the end of last year when he got hurt no. in Minnesota. Yeah, April 4th. Yeah. 2019. And he's just had an injury, and then he had a setback in the cup final. That, or, yeah, in the conference final, that definitely happened, of course. Like, he broke his knee the other way or whatever it was, which, um, but where, because Miller's on LTIR, I believe, right? Yeah. So, well, yeah, he has to be, it's nine months. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I know. When we first started this podcast, we were like, let's just wait until like the new year and see what's happening with all the defensemen. Because, of course, we were like, well, there's more Clifton, Camphor, Miller. We still we still don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a good thing the Bruins have $712 in cap space. <laughs> yeah, I... I don't know. I should pull up cap friendly. Um, yeah, seven hundred and twelve dollars in cap space, and like they have seven defensemen currently active on the roster. Clifton's on IR. Miller's on LTIR. So Clifton's gonna come back, and then that's eight. I would assume Camphor goes back down. But we still have Brett Ritchie being paid a million dollars, of course. Back as his contract exists, but he's not moving. I, I don't like. I don't know. I just don't know. I think. Why'd you say your voice literally just cut out? Oh god. Well, no, I was just saying I really just don't know what what's gonna happen with it. And yeah. I think you're the same. Cause. You hope Sweeney has something planned. Be well, you would think he has something planned because otherwise, what is he doing? Looking at Tyler Toffoli. I hope. Well, I don't know yet. Don't quote me on that. Thanks. Okay. I don't know. It. I. I'm just gonna keep saying I don't know if we keep talking about this, so there's no point. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you something. So okay. if, if you were to tell, me, right, if, uh, if I were to say that in, oh well, sorry, it's now 46 games. Uh, if you were to tell me, you know, what you think, like the best goal scorer in the league, you know, who, who you would think that is? So Alexander Ovechkin, of course. So he has 26 goals. In 46 games, you know, he's the one that everyone says, you know what, best goal scorer in the game. 
David Pasternak has 35 goals in 46 games. Yep. I I know we were like, well, maybe you can get 50 and 50. He's clearly not going to do that. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he gets 15 goals in the next four games. Yep. Who do we play? Philly, Columbus, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Not happening. <laughs> um. But man, Pasternak has. Four, he has a four goal lead on Matthews, which is nice. Um, but wow. Of course, like we we knew he would slow down, but and he did for a bit there. But he's still. I don't know. I we could look at his last five games quickly or something. Okay, last five games he has five goals. Oh yeah, he's slowing down. Oh yeah. There was the stretch where he went like five games in December without scoring. But score tonight, father time already. Damn. Oh my god. Anyway. Hey Bergeron scored though, so what about father time? Also, can I say David Krejci needs to shoot more? He's second on the team in shooting percentage. And he's taken fifty one shots and he scored on nine of them. He has nine goals. Yes. Jeez. That's, I mean, I mean that's good for fifth on the Bruins. Uh, yeah. How how many goals does Bergeron have? He has nineteen. Okay, so Achari would be fourth on the Bruins. <laughs> Poor Patrice. He was gonna have such a <laughs> like eighty-five plus points if he didn't get hurt. Tragic. Yeah. I mean, well, he was on pace. Wait, last point year. Per game still. Yeah, he was on pace. Last year, let me just quickly do this math. 1.215 He was on an 100 point pace last year. Rigged. Yeah, and so was Marshall. So was Boston. So was Boston. Oh my god, imagine. Like Bergeron never got hurt last year. Like Marshall got 37 goals, 63 assists. And Marshall, yeah, like Bergeron it, somehow got 37 and 63 in there. Oh. That would have been amazing. I still, I still can't believe he's five away from forty, and it's January eleventh pasta. Yeah, it's it's not even the All Star break. Like he could, he's probably getting forty by the All Star break. Like that is the a All-Star safe bet to make. <laughs> oh, Brad Marchand. Okay, All Star oh, yeah. game. Oh, shit. No one cares about it. Brad Marchand should be an All Star. No, he's not an All Star. There's no shot. Oh yeah, no. Sorry, fifth in the NHL in points. Nah, nah. He's he's bad. Sorry. Yep. I, how how is he not? Stupid rule I... about everyone from every team. Tyler Bertuzzi. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Can you here? I'm gonna here, don't you... don't look up Tyler Bertuzzi's stats. Oh, I okay? at him. Just don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll okay. He's having a better season than I thought he was. That's but. Marshan has 30 more points than him, basically. Come on. Yeah, Marshawn has almost two times the points that Tyler Bertuzzi does. And um, he was an all-star. Bertuzzi. I mean, good for him. Do what you gotta do, but... Mm, sorry, I'm triggered. Anyways. Yeah. I, mm, I, I'm glad it's now. Because, of course, yeah, obviously the all-star game, it really doesn't matter. But come on. Marshawn should be an all-star. I mean, he'll—he's—he's he's probably gonna get the um, 
end of the year like all team thing that the NHL does because he's gotten that before. I don't I don't remember what exactly it's called, but um, see if I, oh yeah the yeah the All Star teams at the end of the season because they have like the All Star game, but then they have the All Star teams because he had the he was he was the, on the first All Star team in 2017, and then he was on the second All Star team last year. Because that's a thing, apparently. But no one talks about that. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's. I don't know. They should do something else know. for the All-Star game anyways. Yeah. But, um, I will like to, because we were talking about Posternock. Yep, go back to the Noodle Man. <laughs> yes, the Noodle Man. Um, so this is from uh, Tucker Boynton. Uh, at Tucker underscore TNL. So, uh, in the last three seasons, so Pastrnak has played 193 games. O- Alexander Ovechkin has played 208. So Pastrnak has played 15 less. Pastrnak has eight more points than Ovi. Granted, Ovechkin has 18 more goals. You know, 15 more games. So that does make sense. Game-winning goals. Pastrnak has two more. He has 15. Power play goals, Pasternak has two more. He has 46. Hattricks, Pasternak, and Ovechkin both at seven. Just something to consider. Of course, Ovechkin has more goals. But game winners, Pasternak has that. Points, Pasternak has that, despite playing less games. I don't know. It's, it was kind of a nice comparison. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's interesting to think, man, where will he be in 10 years? I mean, obviously, hopefully still in Boston, but, I mean, it's just wild. David Pasternak is the best goal scorer in the NHL. Changed my mind. I mean, right now, yeah. Austin Matthews is the second best goal scorer in the NHL. Changed my mind. Eh, cheap, eh? I, I, I'm, I'm actually serious about that. I'd put Pasternak, Matthews, yeah, no. Ovi. Yeah. It's, it's close between all three of them. Like, there's no doubt about that. It's close, but I, I think I'd have put Matthews ahead. <laughs> I hate that I do, because I mean, it's Matthews, but. Can't be a hater. He's he's a damn good player. Yeah, he's okay. He's got an okay shot, I guess. Oh yeah, it's 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 okay. Um, do you want to move on to questions then? Yeah. And start to wrap it up. For sure. I want to. I have to actually pull them up first, but. <laughs> uh, all right. So. So. Um, Logan at Logan underscore Cook two. Um, which players should Boston target in trades? I know, I know that's actually going to be the topic. I think there was another question about that. I think what we've always said is been like to Foley, Pajot, Duclair, people like that. Mm-hmm. You definitely want, you want to try to get another Johansson trade like last year. Well, Hey, go try to trade for Johansson if you can. But you want another trade where it's like that, where you find someone maybe who's under the radar, not going to cost too much, because Johansson was only a second and a fourth. Like, that wasn't much. The Bruins aren't going to be trading for a Mark Stone like 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 that trade last year. It's going to be a name we wouldn't expect. Oh, yeah, probably. It's going to be some, like, Western guy. We're going to be all we're not outraged. Getting, we're not getting Kyle Palmieri. I hope not. I don't know. Something about that stinks. I don't know. I we're not getting him. I don't I don't think that would happen. Um and the the second question he had was is Rascal Fleet 
Jeez. Is Rask elite? Of course, Tuka Rask is elite. <laughs> um, um. All right. So, um, Gerilyn at Femioxy asked, "How good of a do the Bruins have of winning the Cup this year? They have a chance." Um. Well, they technically speaking. 16 teams make it into the playoffs. They have a 6.25% chance. You just calculated that, didn't you? Yeah. Or did you just... I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... Listen. Assuming they either figure out the right-wing issue internally, whether that's Bjork, top line, and then, like, Coleman, Sanishin... Nika, I don't like doing that and rushing him, but you know, um, or they get him in a trade. Oh, this there's just, of course, they've been terrible the last month or so, better as of late, but I don't know. I feel like there's just gonna be something with this team, of course, having lost game seven of the finals last year. Mm -hmm. There's gonna, there's gonna be something there. I say, like. Like, and it's mostly the same group. Yeah, absolutely. And I know this sounds like a given. Oh, if you went around, you're probably going to win the cup. But I think if they can get through, say, if the standings stay the way they are, and it's Tampa-Toronto, the winner of that series, if they can win round two, if they win round one, and if whatever happens, yeah, then they're going to they're gonna go at least to the final. If they win it, I don't know. And obviously, But I think it obviously has to do with Washington, too. That team always gives trouble except for the last time they played <laughs> but i do think it could be like a situation of last year where they get lucky and they don't have to face any of tampa washington stuff like that it all depends on how other things shake out too but i think they got they have a goodest chance of any a good of a chance as any other team i think yeah i mean if you're if you're looking at the standings right now they have a better chance than Philly, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and the Islanders. I will say that definitively. Yeah, no. I They're agree. a better team than each of those four teams. Tampa, Toronto, Washington, that's all really close. Surprise Columbus is as close to a wild card spot as they are. Yeah, they're only two points out. <laughs> okay. The Rangers okay. too, four points. Listen, like four points listen, listen. Okay. Imagine this. Philly falls out falls out of the playoff spot. Yep. Tampa wins the Atlantic, wins the East. Columbus goes into that second wild card. And they sweep them again? Let's go. Imagine. <laughs> like Columbus with no Panarin, no Bobrovsky, no Duchesne, no Dezingle, no Duclair. <laughs> no. Literally, literally <laughs> ten nothing Tampa in a four game sweep. I mean, like, but Columbus, they're they're oh my God, in the how fight. Do you that Goldie's name? Corpusalo? No. Or Marsleekins Mer Mer or whatever. I'm not even gonna try to say that one. But yes, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's been good. I mean, what I've seen. But yeah, if just taking a look daily face off, I'm pretty sure it's been reliable. Their lines are Nyquist, Jenner, Felino. That's their top line. It's the thirtieth 
in the league, apparently. And then second line is Emil Bemstrom, Dubois, Milano. And then it's Nathan Gerby, Wenberg, Kevin Stunland. Couldn't tell you who that is. And then it's Jacob Lulia. Couldn't tell you who that is. Riley Nash, Bruins legend. And Eric Robinson. And then their defense, still, you know, still solid. It's Wierenski, Jones, Gavrikov, Savard, Harrington, Nunavara. But, like, on paper... Wierenski's so good. On paper? No, that's that, like that's not that's not like a really good team. No. But it's hockey. They're human. It's hockey. That's what we thought about the Islanders last year. Like on paper, not a good team. I mean, even this year, they're they're, they're not like an overly you know. You're like, oh my god, on paper, that's an amazing team. They have some amazing pieces. No, they're just like, yeah, well, you know, they can. They're they're a good team. Like like the Islanders. You look at that. Beauvillier, Barzell, Bailey, Lee, Nelson, Everly, Dalcole, Brassard, Kunakel, Martin, Zizekas, Komarov, and then Letty, Pulak, Taves, Mayfield, Dobson, Boychuk. Like, that's not a team that stands out, per se. But with Barry Trotz and with good goaltending, they're, they're, they're a damn good team. And yeah, with the parity that the NHL has, it's it happens. So, I mean, I don't know. What question got us to this? Oh yeah, what are the Great Bruins' chances of the cup? Oh, wait, See no. my point? You were <laughs> okay. Before this, like when we when we were talking for context to everyone listening, when we were talking about like recording, you were like, "Oh, well, it's probably gonna be a shorter one since we're not gonna go through like each game or anything." Yeah. Well, you see, we go on random tangents like this, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that's what happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Uh, Jaden at Kyle Kaiser KK. Uh, he said, "Okay, fine. I'll ask a question." And then he listed out lines. So, Marshawn Bergeron, Pasternak, DeBrusque, Krejci, Bjork, Heinen, Coyle, Duclair, Nordstrom, Crowley, Wagner. How does that sound? I like it. I don't like the price for Duclair because I know that's going to be high. And I think the Sens want to keep him. No, the Sens want to keep him. You know, especially on, well, I love Duclair, but the fact that he's an RFA, the Sens are either going to want way too much for him, or they're just going to want to sign him and hope. Maybe in two to three years they can be competitive. Yeah. That's yeah. That's exactly my it. My dream is dead. Yeah. <laughs> you, you finally accepted it. Just give me Pajot, okay? That's fine. That that one's. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna just give me Tafoli and call it a day. Tafoli? I mean. Wait, you weren't gonna say if anything. the price, if the price is right. I mean, I'll take what did Tifoli, I see? Yeah. There was rumor that like a second and a prospect was the price for Tafoli. If I don't know, uh, I don't, I don't know who the prospect would be, but I mean that sounds pretty good. I, speaking of, I guess the last question that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, so Colin at Colin twelve underscore, he literally always asks a question in every single episode. Um, so he linked a tweet and said, if this tweet is right and you could get to Foley right now, would you? And so the tweet is basically paraphrasing what uh, Elliot Friedman said on uh, the latest episode of 31 Thoughts podcast and said that the Bruins GM Don Sweeney knows that he can acquire Tyler to Foley at any time and that the mm -hmm. GM has that in his back pocket. Back, Jesus. He has that in his back pocket and it's just a matter of if he wants to do it. So I have the full quote from Elliot Friedman. Um, so oh, yeah. 
they were talking about the price of Kreider if they were to trade him, the Rangers and stuff. And then Elliot said, I'll tell you this, I do think Boston, if they wanted to, could do a deal for Tafoya almost at any time. I think they know they've got that in their hip pocket. So the question is, do you do that or do you wait for Kreider? Ooh. You I go for Tafoya. Yeah, I think Kreider costs too much. Plus, who's to say the Rangers will Ooh. ever trade him because they're literally six points out of a wild card? So. Doesn't Tafoli or doesn't Kreider have two years? Probably. Because I think he does. I could be wrong. Um, Chris Kreider. Got him. Uh, Cap he friendly. Is... Nope, he's on an expiring deal. Oh, he is. Okay, that changes that. But. I still think he's going to cost too much. And And Kreider does have a modified no trade clause, so keep that one in mind, too. Yeah, I think he'll have the Bruins on that list, though. Oh, I would think so if he wants to go win. It'd be funny if he had, like, Detroit not on it. He had the Bruins on it. And he doesn't want to. That would just be sad. I the issue too I think is the cap too like they're gonna have to if that's LA for Toffoli they're gonna have to retain obviously it's not gonna be a big issue because that's gonna be like February and it's not like at that point yeah the money won't really matter because it's $712 or fewer (laughs) sorry I just laugh at that every time uh anyways I, I mean, listen. If if the Bruins could get to Foley right now, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that because if they get to Foley, yep. that does kind of rule out Coleman or Senishin coming into the lineup, but that also does create more competition. Yeah. So I don't know. It's. I I don't know what to think. Do you have any sort of idea? I trust Don Sweeney. I'm not gonna give myself a headache. You yeah, can do Donnie. We love you. And we'll see how this team looks. Yeah, and we'll see how the team looks come at the after the trade deadline, and of course, yeah. And I mean, playoff time. Maybe they do something like they did last year, where they get coil like a coil type player a week before the deadline, and then another thing comes in right under the wire. You know. I'm not saying, obviously, they wait until the end of February to get to Foley, but, I mean, who knows what they could. Who knows? I trust Tom Sweeney, Cam Neely, all those fuckers. They get paid. (laughs) Yeah, we're just two people with two somewhat knowledgeable hockey fans. I think that's what the description is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Tru- in Dawn, we trust. Yep. Sween, Sween, yes. Sween, yes. <laughs> yes, Sween, yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, do you have anything to add? Stop losing in overtime in the shootout. I don't know what you have oh, to do. Please. Just do something. Just I'm don't. Tired. <laughs> Well, well, lose in overtime or a shootout over regulation, please. But yeah, yeah, no, always get that point. You're gonna lose. I, mean, yeah. I guess that's what you've been doing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Other than that, I think uh, I think that's about it. Um, it was Good nice to 
nice to get back into it. Um, hopefully from this point out. It won't be another 20-something days before the next one. Yeah, it was like ni- 19 or something. Yeah, it won't. It won't be that long. Well, I think everything's now finally again starting to calm down. Yeah. Because there was everything happening. Now you're back and settled. So we're, yep. we should I'm be good. Set. I'm cooking yep. with fire. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end on that. So thank you for listening. Uh, just know what you think. Yeah. If you want to, no one ever does. But no one does. No one does. Actually, other than one person, Colin. Shout out. <laughs> uh, Richie needs to score.